Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It is Rivs and BK on 101 ESPN. Going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where we are happy to be joined by Danny Mack, host of Scoops with Danny Mack, weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. And, of course, a broadcaster for Fox Sports Midwest whenever the Cardinals come back into our lives. Danny Mack, how you doing today, bud? Boy, I haven't seen you guys in a while. I hope everything's okay. Yeah, Danny, we miss you already. I mean, I know it's probably been about 10, 15 minutes since you left the studio here, so I appreciate you taking this time out of your busy day to talk to us. Well, I love talking to you guys. It's a, uh, you know, I mark it down on my calendar every Wednesday. I block out four hours just in case you need to shift, uh, you know, whatever's going on. And I'm Dan, you already took an you. hour from us, man, so it's only three now. Well, if you want the four back, just let me know. <laughs> All right, Danny Mac, I walked in on a conversation between yourself and Colin Surrey today about music and beds and, you know, these things. And that. It brought me to think, what kind of music does Danny Mac like to listen to? And I'm not saying, oh, you know, I like a little bit of everything. No, if you have control of the jukebox or the iPod or the iPhone, whatever it is, what's your go-to? 1965 to 1975, if I had to be specific. Really? That would be my range. Yeah, if, if you like force me to listen to that kind of music like every single day, and that's what I had to listen to, and I couldn't listen to a little rap or a little country or those kind of things, yeah, then I, that's where I'm going, for sure. Yeah, like Simon and Garfunkel, the Eagles, uh, maybe a little Hendrix, some Beatles, the Stones. Yeah, that, that's where I'm at. Bob Seger, throw a little Bob Seger, I could do that. Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Okay, so then let's so for our listeners right now, how old is Danny Mac? Forty six. Okay, so forty six, and you're liking the sixty five to seventy five range of music, and, and is that because you grew up on that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, my dad would go down in a, in our basement and listen to music like that nonstop. So. A lot of times to hang out with him, I'd just be down in our, our basement. He'd had like a huge record collection, so he'd throw it on and spin it, and we'd be hanging out just talking. He'd be having a few beers, if not a bunch of beers, and uh, and that's the kind of music I would listen to, and I, it just, I gravitated towards it, so I liked it. So, Dan, are you a guy that is still a record player guy, or are you going no. CDs, or are you going just straight off the phone? Yeah, I straight off the phone, Apple Music, download it. My kid listens to things, all my kids do listen to things I've never heard of before, so <laughs> I get into that a little bit. Some of it I like, like T-Grizz. I like T-Grizz right now. <laughs> That's your go-to, huh? <laughs> yeah, T-Grizz is great. Love him. Uh, I'm down with him. Let's see. Uh, I, I like the, like in high school, the old school Public Enemy. I was huge oh, into yeah. Public Enemy. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you know, big into that and then um, got away from it, then got into like the grunge stuff in, in college, like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, that kind of thing. And then I, gave, I came back to the old, uh, the old go-to, like 65 to 75 because I'm old. We're talking. You know, with, I mean, it is what it is. We're talking with uh, Cardinals broadcaster Danny Mac here on 101 ESPN. You can hear his new show, Scoops with Danny Mac, weekdays from 10 to 11 a.m. right before our show on 101 ESPN. All right, Danny Mac, we were talking a little bit about this during the crossover. Uh, there is going to be a two-part series coming up on ESPN about the 98 home run chase. It's coming out starting on June 14th. I wanted to ask you this. We were just talking about it a little bit between Rivs and myself. What do you want to see out of this documentary? Like, if you were able to put this together and Danny Mac was able to determine, what do I want to know about the 98 home run chase? What would it be for you? Well, what it did for baseball, I, I think, would be a big one for me. I mean, I, to me, McGuire came out and addressed it and admitted to the usage. And I remember when he came back as a hitting coach with the Cardinals during spring training. Everybody was flooding to Jupiter. I mean, all the national writers, beat writers from around the area um, that were in Florida, based with various teams, and everybody was doing a Mark McGuire story. And so by the end of spring training, he literally would pop his head into the media room and say, does anybody need me? I'm here to talk. And he was an open book about it and apologetic about it. And I did appreciate that. Um, I would want to know if Sammy Sosa talks about it, if if – because my understanding is he's never admitted to it. Um, the other thing is is that I would want to know if the relationship between the Cubs and Sosa can ever be prepared, uh, repaired, excuse me, and he's not been back since that time. Um, but really, what it, what it meant for baseball, like, so we're, we're coming off a strike, we're coming off people being upset, we're coming off work stoppage, and the game was not nearly as popular as it was before that chase, and now after it, it kind of brought it back, and I do believe it brought it back in a big way. Um, not everybody's been brought back, but a good portion of people have. What did that mean in dollars and cents? What did the league know, if anything? And um, were they uncomfortable at that time with what was going on? I mean, if you think back to 1998, we all were enthralled with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa in the home run chase. I remember being out to dinner and and leaving the, the dinner table I was at with my mom, I think it was, and maybe my brother and his wife, and saying, I'm not missing. The Cubs were in town. I said, I'm not missing these at-bats. And I would get up in between you know, courses of the meal or whatever and, and go check out the at-bats because I wanted to see what was happening. We all did. The place was packed. It was electric. It was what everybody was talking about. And if you were watching a game, you stopped because you, you couldn't miss what could have been history and making history. So those are some of the things just off the top of my head I'd, I'd like to see addressed in this because McGuire did address the fact that he did it. So how far do you go with that? Like how you did it, where'd you get it from? I, I don't know. I, I don't really care about that. I just want to know what it did for the sport in general and, and now reflecting on it, what does it mean, you know, decades later? Yeah, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with it is I didn't want to fluff piece over this incredible home run race between two guys that became like good buddies and were hugging it out when everybody, when either of them would hit a home run, they'd be waiting for the other guy to high five. I'm like, I really don't want to see that. I already know that. Heck, I lived it by watching it uh, in its in its reality when it was going on. I do. I want to see behind the scenes. I want to know what was going through their head. I want to know stuff like, were they ever worried about this surfacing? And if they weren't, why were they not worried? And Sammy Sosa, why have you not 
come forward and admitted to it. I mean, Mark McGuire admitted to it. Sammy Sosa, as to a couple of years ago, did a, an interview that we found out today, and he was still saying that, oh, he was clean. He never tested positive. To me, I want to know the truth so that everybody can move on. Yeah, I also want to see if they have behind-the-scenes footage of what it was like to be around that. You know, the, the intensity, the scrutiny. We were just talking on our show you know, about the pressure to perform and the pressure for them to come through and hit a home run every time you're, you're at, the, at the plate. Um, I, I think that's interesting from a sports perspective. But with you uh, on, on what you're saying, I, I just want to see what, what did baseball know at that time what was going on, and if so, how did they feel about it? Was there an uncomfortable uneasiness to it, and what can be – you know, pull back the curtain a little bit now, decades later, we all know what happened. So what was it like going through that at that time? If you were the commissioner, um, if you're involved with a team, whatever the case may be, I, I would find that very interesting. Dan, are there any other individuals specifically that you'd like to hear from in, in a documentary about this? Because you, know, you see this Jordan documentary and we hear from Rodman and Pitt, Pippen and, you know, Phil Jackson. But what about baseball-wise? Teammates, coaches, yes. front office yes. members? Yes, all of them. I'd love to hear their perspective on this, um, especially Major League Baseball. I, I think it would be fascinating to know, pull back the Band-Aid a little bit and say, okay, what did you know, when did you know it, and at that point were there contingency plans in place if this got out and what it meant to the sport? I, I would find that really fascinating. I don't know about you guys, but that would be fascinating to me. We're talking with Cardinals broadcaster Danny Mack here on 101 ESPN. You can hear his new show, Scoops with Danny Mack, weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock, right before us on 101 ESPN. Dan, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but I'd be curious your perspective on it as well, talking about these documentaries. Is there a baseball documentary, I know you're a bit of a baseball historian, that you would like to see that hasn't been made yet? Is there one that you're like, you know what, this is the story that hasn't been told well enough that people need to see? Well, that's a good question. Um, there, there are individuals that I would like to know more about that for the general public, meaning the American public, it may not interest them as much as it would interest me, but it, it does have a cardinal uh, perspective to it. I, I think Ozzy, back in his heyday, was a, as big a star as you could find in sports for a while. Um, and, and seeing, now it would have to be having that behind-the-scenes footage that I'd want to see. Um, I would love to see something done on that more in depth than, than what we already know. Red Shandings would be another one. Um, I think Albert would be an incredibly interesting one. If you could go into uh, that time after 2011 when he made his decision to go to, to the Angels, what went into that decision? What were those conversations like with him during the winter meetings? Um, you know, to be the, pull the curtain back a little bit and, and to hear maybe he and Dan Lozano going back and forth uh, about the pros and cons of staying in St. Louis or leaving. I would find that incredibly interesting, talking about a mega superstar and, and truly you know, one of the top ten players maybe to ever play the game. He's Dan McLaughlin. He is a Cardinals broadcaster. He's now the host of Scoops with Danny Mac weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. He joins us each and every Wednesday on Ribs and BK. Dan, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. You got it. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. That's Danny Mac joining us here on Rivs and BK. I I think 
there is another baseball documentary that I would like to see. We'll get into that on the other side, plus questions and answers, 65780. If you got a question, we'll answer it on Ribs and BK 101 ESPN.